Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to anybody listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over 15 years. And every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That's what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Nope. And don't. if um, you're listening to this in the future, <laughs> I should tell you, you're really missing out because uh, we're recording this live at Mixler.com slash Afterthought Media, which we do every Sunday at 9 a.m. right on the dot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I and- actually I have a hard out. And it's what's weird, Joey, is mm-hmm. this is like social anxiety mm-hmm. to a T. She we haven't talked about our brunch plans Oh, yeah. Uh In, like, maybe four or five days. Mm -hmm. It's been, like, radio silence. Mm -hmm. So, like, part of me is, like, should I even, like, ping her right now? Oh. Oh, you see, this is... You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I love this. no show. I I both love and hate this. This is where I'm, like, hoping the other person cancels. Yeah. But but what's weird, and I should point out, um, friend of the show, Celeste, who might even be listening. She listens from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, her listening patterns are are interesting, actually. I, will, mm-hmm. I have never really talked to her about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but every once in a while, she'll, like, I don't know, catch up on a bunch of catching up episodes. Yeah. And so she might hear this. Mm-hmm. So I um, – it's not that I don't want to see her. Mm-hmm. It's just that, like, God, would it be nice to, like, take these pants off and get back into bed and – turn on netflix do you know what i mean like if she was a young filipino boy you could have done both (laughs) what's up with you what's going on (laughs) i have i have a complex too joey Mm -hmm. so i'm growing a mustache oh jesus christ not you too only a mustache oh adam vaughn has a mustache and he looks like a fucking gay guy from 1978 in san francisco It's disgusting, right? Yes, it's horrible. Yeah, then I, why are you growing it? I don't really know. I kind of like. I know it's criminal, but it's a. It's like a victimless crime. Mm. Who? Who, who I am beg I trying to, differ. to impress? <laughs> it's. I don't know. Oh my god! I feel. I'm gonna give it a couple more weeks, but it gives me like a weird daddy vibe. <laughs> Uh, I'm not into the mustache. That is so gross, and it's so it looks so stupid on Adam Vod. And I've told him this too. It face. looks worse on me. I'm sure it looks worse on me. <sighs> God, it's just so. What's up with you? God, it's just. Anyway, uh, so oh, I have updates. Remember last week I said I was going to the pizza party, 
and that yeah. I was going to find out about Felicity Huffman and blah 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 blah. Okay, so um, I didn't have to ask. My friend talked to me about it, who's very good friends with her, and. You know, it's it's one of these things where my friend is like, it's just so weird because she's a wonderful person. And actually was saying that the night before, okay, the night before uh, the arrest, like, they had put on this, like, I guess my friend had gone, this for the school that their kids don't even go to anymore. Um, William H. Macy had put on this giant fundraiser for the school a school their kids don't even go to anymore and raised all this money for the school like they they do all these wonderful kind charitable things and also you know also i didn't know this i don't know if she's in the press that night the night that she got arrested they were supposed to have a big party for william h macy's birthday for birthday i guess it was his birthday that day and uh they had obviously canceled the party and, um, but it, it, it was, it just really, but, but my friend is also of the, well, I don't want to give my friend's position on the air. I don't know what my friend's position is. I don't know. She didn't say what her position is, but the point is that it's, it's really weird for me. And I, did you, do you watch this last week tonight or this week tonight, whatever that John Oliver show is? I've seen it, but I don't watch it regularly. I don't so, have HBO access. Oh, okay. So they, oh, you don't, you're not watching. Kathy Bacon cheats her password. <laughs> Wait, I'm what? just kidding. I said oh. because Kathy Bacon changed her password. <laughs> oh, I get it. Uh, what's funny is you're not. Everybody needs to get HBO to watch this documentary on Theranos and this Elizabeth mm-hmm. Holmes. Do you know anything about this? Do you yeah. watch? Did you listen to the? Yeah, there's I, a podcast well, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to the audio podcast and I watched the 2020 special this week. Uh-huh. She's nuts, right? Like it's really interesting to watch. I'm. It's like. The Fire Festival guy and her, I wrote this on Twitter, with Game of Thrones ending, they need to get together and start another business, because I need things to watch on TV, essentially what I said. Because <laughs> I love the Fire Festival guy, I love, even though she's far more interesting than the Fire Festival guy, like with her fake voice, and the not blinking, yeah. and the crazy hair. What I don't get, here's what I don't, oh, by the way, this needs to be said. So, for those of you not, for those of you listening, is what I don't get is two things. When you look at her talk, she has that weird fake voice where she she's she talks like a woman trying to sound like doing her impression of a of a boring man, right? Mm-hmm. And I say that because mm-hmm. it's it's not in the documentary, but in books and stuff that that's not her real voice, and she's gotten drunk right. sometimes, and her real voice has come out, right? Mm-hmm. But she puts on this weird fake voice and the turtlenecks. Anyway, how is anybody meeting this per- this person? Very important people, and they're totally just buying into it, giving her millions of dollars, believing in her, defending her. And what do you think that is? Before we get to the part that how I think George Schultz's grandson is fucking smoking hot, um, <laughs> like just he like is. he is smoking hot, like. It uh-huh. is crazy. It is crazy how I could not. He was saying words in the documentary, and I didn't uh-huh. hear what he was saying because I was looking at how hot he was at, from every angle. <laughs> so anyway, um, I agree. yeah. But uh, but what what were your uh, what were your how do you why do you think they believed her, Mike Lawson? 
Well, I think she's a little less criminal than the Fire Festival dude. Like the Fire Festival dude is like straight out of the Music Man. You got trouble right here in River City. Like he's a con man. Where I feel like this woman, um, whatever her name is, Elizabeth um, Holmes, Elizabeth Theranos. She was like, <laughs> she believed that like she could develop something. So she started the like business part of it. And that just like the business part of it kind of took off. And the crime, the crime comes in when she like allowed that to kind of like grow. And do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like her intention started at a well, more no, pure place. Whereas I, his, he was out to just con the world. No, no, no. I don't think so. Did you watch these documentaries? Yeah, I've seen um, the, well, I saw the Hulu fire festival one and oh, then the Netflix okay. one I stopped watching. Okay. I haven't, I haven't seen the Hulu one. I've seen the Netflix one. I would say that they both I think he really thought he was going to put this festival on. I do agree he went through some more machinations you know than was I think that they do both do evil things in different ways but I think he really thought this was going to really be a thing. Here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. That's, that's in favor of what you said. I think she genuinely wanted to and believed she could change the world. Okay? I think he was going for to build a festival because he wanted to have like hot chicks bang. He wanted to bang hot chicks and put people do selfies, which actually started my story, my news stories about that this week. Um, it's about like just you know making an Instagram thing and making money, right? Where I think yeah. she had more noble things, but I think they, I think they both truly believed in what they were doing, though. I guess maybe that's. I guess we're kind of coming together at a point where, like, I guess maybe what to boil it down is like her. I don't know. They're both con men. Well, no, but I think the point of the HBO documentary, and no, I think the point, no, you're right. They both are. And I think the point of both documentaries is there is this Silicon Valley uh, mantra, so to speak, that is fake it till you make it. And sometimes you succeed, you know, and you you invent Uber or whatever, right? But there are times with like, um, See, here's the thing. It's, it, God, you could really weigh these two very carefully because because then all they both faked it until, but they didn't make it. You know. Now you could say she had more noble purposes, but she landed up dealing with people's health and lying to people about their health and putting people in grave danger. He ultimately went for more less mo- moral means, but ultimately, what he do? Some rich white kids didn't get to go to the Bahamas and party with rappers. Yeah. You know, I don't it know. It's it's they're both. Here's the deal. They're both terrible people, and they're both yeah. crazy. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, next story. So at the at the pizza party was a new guy, right? So I don't want to say his name. It's so funny, but super hot though. An actor and his actor's wife, right? Not super famous. Yeah. Not super famous. Um, and <clears throat> we're talking and we're having a conversation and. Um, <laughs> he, I'm already laughing at this. He started all, you know, we're talking, we don't know each other. So we're talking, he's mentioning he's on a new TV show that is coming okay. out, right? But he's saying, he said, this is why I don't want to say his name. Ah, oh, this show is horrible. I hate this show. I'm, th- uh-huh. I think it's going to get canceled. I hope it gets canceled. It's a horrible show. <laughs> okay. And I go, oh, okay. And I go, 
and I go, oh, tell me about the show. And he tells me all about the show, what network it's on, yada, 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 and what the show is and who created the show and blah, blah, blah. I'm just listening. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yay. Oh, well, look. I go, let's hope it works out because ultimately if it works out, you know, you get more money and yada, yada, yada. And be nice, right? And then Mercedes walks by at a certain point and he overhears us talking and overhears him mention the network. And so she's not, she doesn't know what we're talking about, right? She doesn't know what he said about his own show and everything like that, right? And she goes, uh, oh, it's on that network? Our friend that we went to high school with, blankety blank, he, he's a, an executive at that network. And the, you see the guy's face turn ashen? Oh, because he just shit-talked the show to you? Yes. Meanwhile, I don't care, right? <laughs> Yeah, right, right. And, and, and <laughs> he goes, uh, he goes, oh, well, I've, I've met him. He's, he's very, he, he's very, it's just like kind of just like that. Like, just like, uh, 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 um, I didn't want to, I didn't want to make it more uncomfortable and say I didn't care. I just, I just changed the subject, right? But I could see that for the next few minutes, he was like, oh, the fuck, what the fuck did I do? So meanwhile, I talked to my friend. <laughs> he's like, it's just horrible. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I told him the name of the show. I didn't even didn't tell the story. He's like, "Oh, that that show's horrible." So anyway, that guy I'm was worried for nothing. Showed it. So you're gonna have to. Oh, I can just. I'll just message you. you. Oh, you know what? I'll say it okay. after breakfast. I'll say it after breakfast, and I'll okay. even tell you the guy's name too. He guys is, are missing he, out. Yeah, he's. If you don't join us for after breakfast, you're missing out. So I'll put. Um, how's your RuPaul stuff going? Is that healthy? I think so. <laughs> you know, I now have it. Why so- did I ask you that? Because how could you possibly tell me no right now? Like. No, it's horrible. Uh, and look, I can only really comment on like work stuff because uh, like my working pattern. Because I now don't look at numbers, I don't look at anything anymore because it, it upsets me. Sweet Michael does all that for me, and he and I have a weekly meeting. And I go, and all here's the weekly meeting. Do I have to worry about anything? And he'll say no or yes. He so far he said no. Cool. Yeah, that's healthy, Joey. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So uh, so cut to he's stealing all the money. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with you tell me a story mike lawson um well i wanted to tell you i just sent you something in the mail i did this like little magazine thing mm-hmm. that um so for my birthday this year i started a a monthly magazine that i'm going to start publishing and i'm doing it through patreon mm-hmm. and i sent you one um to, to your address yeah and i want your feedback on it when you get it i also uh just relaunched my online portfolio like i'm gonna try to step oh, my pussy up and get yeah. get more like work um oh is this why you my, asked about rupaul and stuff like that? How, how did your early patreon signups go well it's it's going okay i mean mm-hmm. i so i sent out a ton of free ones to people mm-hmm to kind of like i don't know just tell people about it Mm -hmm. and so that is just like hitting right now so we'll Mm -hmm. see what happens um but i sent out a couple tweets and got a few people signed up already so that's oh wow i I think i have like a i think i have 11 patreons so that's pretty good yeah i'm happy um like my idea is like to pay for my hobby do you know what yeah. I mean? Like just to fund like doing something for mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. So that's not bad. Um, so if you're inter- by the way, I forgot we're recording. Patreon.com/slash Mr. Mike Lawson. If you want to take a look and consider subscribing for three bucks a month, you can get a little illustrated story in your mail. It's fun. 
That's not bad project. at all. Three dollars a month, and you get a whole illustrated story from Mike Lawson. Yeah. How long are these stories? It's twenty pages. Oh my gosh! That's not pages. a little story. It's like a whole comic book. Yeah, but they're little. But yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, totally. you know who likes these comic books? It's Taylor the Latte Boy. Every time I call him, he's like, "I'm just lying here reading comics." Every time I call him, he's lying down reading comics. He reads. I, doesn't he do like iPad comics? Oh, I do too. Have you ever done iPod comics? No, never. Oh, it feels. I, huh. I don't know. I feel like it. Mm-hmm. If this is like old man yells at cloud, but it feels like something's missing. I see what bit. you're saying. I, you know, I I buy those collections of old scary comic books from the fifties. Mm-hmm. And what I like, and it uses this technology, I don't know, this software called Comixology, I think it's what Amazon uses. And it really makes the artwork pop. And if you, what I like the most about it, if you like tap on a panel, then the, mm-hmm. it almost like makes it full screen. And then you can swipe and it'll move through the comic strip panel by panel. Yeah, and then you can really see that. the detail. And you can also really go in really close and zoom in and see the detail of the artwork. And, and it's, it's, I actually really like it. I get it. I get it. I will say though, if you're into the comic book as a page, you do you lo- you do lose seeing what happens on a page. Yeah, and I mean it's the same. I struggle to read on a Kindle. Mm-hmm. I just there's something about like holding it that feels different to me. I don't know. I also get really distracted by screens and no, notifications. I, here's and, why I agree with you. I, I'm a subscriber to the New Yorker. And when you're subscribed mm-hmm. to the New Yorker, you get the the hard copy, and you get the the you can download it. Now, because I'm in California, I don't get the hard copy till Thursday, right? But like today, I could download ne- the coming issue right now, and I still wait till I get the hard copy. There's just something about having the hard copy of the New Yorker that doesn't it doesn't feel the same as the uh, the the iPad one. But you know, I'll tell you what, another reason why I use I do. I remember I told you I buy scary comic books. <laughs> Real quick though, if you're if this is the first time you're listening to our podcast, all our stories aren't that pretentious. <laughs> oh, I know the New Yorker and the people who know Felicity Huffman and like the actor on a TV. I know it's obnoxious. I'm sorry. Anyway, I, I was I was just telling the same thing to Henry Kissinger. Anyway, um, what I was going to tell you is the reason I also buy the the scary comic books on my iPad is. That oh you know that reminds me I did tell this oh I did tell an obnoxious story at the, at the at the pizza party I buy an iPad I like to read the scary comic books in the dark makes it easier in an iPad to read scary comic books in the dark uh, than actually reading real comic books in the dark what I was gonna say I said the most I was at the pizza party with all these actors on TV shows and I'm not kidding you I talked about how I really just can't do anything but have a bidet because. <laughs> I went to my brother's house and I used toilet paper and it just tore my ass up and Ugh. I got cut up because my now my now now my butt is too sensitive now because it's not what used kind to of toilet, toilet paper did he have I don't know I don't know it like literally like I was like like I it hurt to sit and I was like oh my god I'm like are the you, princess and the pea are you sure it was toilet paper it may have Did been you sandpaper. Grab something else. Yeah, I took a shit in the garage and I grabbed sandpaper. No, I don't know. That's what it felt like, though. I'm like, I think I'm too. I think I've turned. So I'm at, I think I'm just too used to the bidet now, Mike Lawson. But how do you like go out in public then? Do you ever? What if you accidentally get caught unaware? Like, do you I don't just know. Not what go? am I do? I don't know. 
I don't oh my know. God. I, I, always, I, don't, I only really poop at home. I, I, ha- I can't poop anywhere else unless it's like a, a real emergency. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm the same. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> actually, you know, one of the best things about being almost 40 yeah. um, is that, oh, and this me. actually kind of seg- segues into my next story. Go ahead. Um, I've trained my body so well that, like, I do it before my morning shower. Like, my body. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, I'm on uh, the clock. Wait, yeah. hold hold on for a second. We still have to do news before you do your next story. Oh, okay. But but really quick, so we'll come back to this. But just to just to jump on what you said, that's how I know if I've woken up. Like, let's say I wake up in the middle of the night, and I'm all like, if I'm up for a while, I don't I don't have to go poo. I'm fine. But like, if I if I have to go, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm my body's awake. Like, I have to if I have to go poo, I'm like, my body's awake. In fact, I only really poop once a day, and it's in the morning. Anyway, grumpy old men podcast. Seriously, what's up um, with your news? From the mountains to the sea to all of California, this is the Catching Up News Report. What's going on in the Bay Area, Mike Lawson? Oh, me first. Um, Joey, <laughs> um, uh, Armistead Maupin's beloved book series set in San Francisco, Tales of the City, is being mm-hmm. revived on screen once more with the 10 episode series debuting on Netflix this coming June, mm-hmm. premiering at the San Francisco Film Festival this April. I wanted to know what you thought about this. This is like a- another rendition of this, but it's. Well, the first one was on PBS. Now. Yeah, the first one was on the P- oh, it's, it's set in now. It's, oh, it's set in the modern times? Yes, it's set in the oh, now. Oh, I didn't know that. It's updated. <clears throat> Um, first episode, the dude from, uh, looking is in it. Uh, not the main dude. I don't know their names. I'm really bad at this new stuff. Huh? <laughs> That's kind of disappointing uh, because I was hoping they'd re- keep it. I think that'd be really cool to have done it in the seventies. Yeah. And the eighties. I think you're, wait, you know what? I'm assuming it's set in the now based on these screenshots. I could be wrong though. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure, actually, instead of looking at the story, I bet the chat room might tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> well, while we wait for that, you know, it, what it makes me want to do is, you know, for Christmas one year, uh, Adam Vought's grandma, not Adam Vought, sorry, scratch that, this is really creepy, Cameron's grandma <clears throat> had the entire collection of all the Tales of the City books, and she gave them to me. And uh-huh. so I have all the Tales of the City books. I read the first one, but not the uh, six other ones. So, and they're really easy. Speaking of pooping, they're great pooping while you eat while you read books because uh, they were in newspaper columns, so they're very short. Each each chapter right. is like super super short, like a page and a half or something like that. I've and, read a couple of them. Yeah. Um, the the uh, you know what? Look, I could be actually totally wrong about it being set in the now because mm-hmm. a couple of the screen grabs that closed. I, maybe they're hipsters. Maybe they're dressed in eighties clothes. Mm-hmm. I can't really tell. <laughs> I don't know. But any so the point is that uh, that's really exciting. I'm actually I, that makes me want to go back and read the books now and like be all caught up when I watch it and see it come to life. Um, I you know what I might reread them too. I'm mm-hmm. our, my library has them like hitting your face as you enter the, the doors, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I could pick them up pretty easily. Yeah. Also, you wouldn't know where all these places are. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Like, now that I live here, rereading it might be cool. I feel like since moving here, I've reread. You know what? I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm looking at my bookshelf. I feel like since moving here, I have started reading. 
mm-hmm. them. John Arts in the chat says that it is set in the present day. Oh, it is. Okay, thank you, John yeah. Arts. Uh, maybe it's like new tales of the city. Maybe it's just the same characters, but they make new story. I don't know. And Nico Martinez says that the new series is based on the later books when the characters are older. Oh, interesting. Okay, I'm not going to read the books then. Okay. So. <laughs> I like how we're, we're talking about we're here to tell the news and people are telling us the actual news. <laughs> yeah, well, that should be our new segment. People tell us the news. Like, hey, everyone, what's going on? Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on in L.A., Joey? <laughs> or this? chat room. Yeah, a chat room. What's going on in L.A.? Tell me. I, I, need, a, I need a new story. Um, Super Bloom. Do you know about this Super Bloom? Mm, yes. Because it's been raining so much here in California, uh, the wildflowers have really come out in full bloom. You know, that's it. Now, look, in eight months, they're going to make, oh, my God, all these fires. But right now, it's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> but uh-huh. um, there's an area in Lake Elsinore, California, where every spring, it, 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 the, these wildflowers bloom. I don't know what kind of flowers they are. Chat room, what kind of flowers are they in the super bloom? I expect it'll be John Art. Poppy field. Oh, is it a poppy field? Oh, okay. So yeah. the poppies bloom, right? Cut to my friends going over there sn- snorting all the poppies. Field the flowers like, huh, huh. anyway. Um, I just saw, by the way, that they busted a, a meth house in Huntington Beach. I almost forwarded that message. Anyway. <laughs> So uh, I said, look, <laughs> sorry to hear your regular places closed down. Anyway, um, uh, the Super Bloom is – so they so this year, because of all the rains, the Super Bloom is more super than ever, right? It is really insane. Super, yeah. And then also to so mix that with this Instagram, people want their selfies and their Instagram selfies and all that. Last weekend – Really guess, pretty. It's it's beautiful. There's a really nice picture of I think of, of like Huel Hauser in them one and one. I think that was like his go to picture. Anyway, um, the point you is jerked off all over it because you have this weird obsession with him. I love Huel Hauser. I really do. I love Huel. Even though I haven't watched it in a long time. Anyway, last weekend, all these horrible people. What because they want their selfies for Instagram and they want to go. They they they. They ran this town over. Their traffic was insane. They trampled a lot of the poppies. They broke. Their, they hurt their ankles and had accidents because they were in their, you know, in their in their flip flops trying to go down these steep hills. It's not meant for that. So now Lake Elsinore has. Well, the people who live in Lake Elsinore, they just want everyone gone, right? Which right. I'm not for that, right? This is the same thing with people who move by the Hollywood sign. And then they're like, I don't like these people going to look at the Hollywood. No, well, then you shouldn't have fucking bought a house by the Hollywood sign, okay? Same thing here. Like, this, this, is, this happens every year. It's just a greater degree because of the super, super bloom. Anyway, so now the city of Lake Elsinore has made it. You can't park on any of the streets. And now you have to take shuttles in. Uh, and the shuttles, yeah. and there's a two and a half hour wait for the shuttle. To take you in, mm-hmm. so that you can go take your fucking goddamn selfie, and um, I don't know, but people in Lake Elsinore are still mad. They still think that's horrible because now they can't you they can't use the roads either. They have to find other ways of getting around the town. Lawson, my point is that my question is this: What are your thoughts on this trampling, this Instagram culture? What do you think? What is your thoughts on this story? Them to overtaking the city? Look, <laughs> I I I actually feel like the the shuttle idea is like such a good compromise like yeah. 
they get to kind of preserve their neighborhood and like make sure that things aren't, you know, getting super destroyed because they can mm-hmm. kind of control the flow of people. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I it's yeah, you're right. And also, these, living there. Here's the deal. Also, these people who are showing up with their uh, dollar signs, they're going to be spending money in Lake Elsinore. It's ultimately yeah, a good and, thing for the city of Lake Elsinore. Yeah, and it, when it comes to the Instagram culture, I I'm slowly finding fewer and fewer benefits of logging in every mm-hmm. day to my social media stuff. Like at one time, the community that I found like was really good for my health and like mental health and also kind of my actual health health. Mm-hmm. What's that? My body health? What's, mm-hmm. Physical what's health? That? Huh? Your physical health? My physical health? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm finding fewer and fewer benefits uh, to logging in. Mm-hmm. But I, I do also f- feel like the internet, like, you can find, we've talked about this before. You can find photos of any, like, I could find photos of this poppy field. Yeah. What I can't find is photos of Joey in the poppy field. So, like, seeing you and your perspective and your trip to, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's all I care, I really want to see now. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that it's an awful, awful thing. I don't think they're disgusting people. I get it. Well, no, you know, it's I don't think disgusting people, but I want to see it. I saw pictures of the of the of the trampled poppies. Yeah, and I was like, well, why would they walk and stomp all over them? Yeah, I mean, you don't know. What if that? What if it wasn't like? What if somebody like slipped or and somebody took photos of like something that happened like that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right, Mike Lawson, what's your other story? What do you got for us? What do I? Oh, <laughs> so it, I just turned 38 mm-hmm. and I guess <laughs> to celebrate, I found this like online workout that I'm going to start doing. But Joey, it's not I'm not embarrassed at all by it, but it's sort of just funny. It's called um, shit. I don't have it in front of me, but it's like lifting weights over 40. <laughs> OK, no, it's like growing mus- muscle <clears throat> over 40 or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I'm not 40 yet. But I guess I I've got dad. I'm going for a dad bod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but the I guess the problem is, I, I mean, not and this isn't just. I'm not talking about the 40 year old thing. It's more just like carrying a book around. I'm like so intimidated by the gym and like the people that go there. Why? And I don't know. And I feel weird about like no carrying. Nobody else is carrying a book around, but I feel like I need to to kind of like learn how to do this shit. Mm -hmm. I guess I could screenshot it into my phone or something. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. Or just carry the book. No one's... Here's the deal. No one's looking at... You know what it reminds me of? You know this Adam Burns, our friend? When he came to LA and he didn't want to go to West Hollywood because everyone would be hotter than he is? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. And I'm not... That was his thought. I'm not saying that that's true. Right? Right. Yeah. Who cares? They're not looking at. Dude, who cares? By the way, he was with yeah, his boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and he was like, I know, but they're gonna be all hot and young, and I'm not young anymore, and I'm, and I'm all like, who's caring? Just who, no one's thinking about you. No, no one. You're walking in the room. They might look at you for a second, then they don't think about you. I think it's the same thing yeah, at the gym. Yeah, percent. No one's thinking about you at the gym. They're all thinking about themselves. Every it's all narcissists yeah. at the gym. 
So 100%, 100%. no, no one's looking at your book. My this this gym is just super intimidating for some reason. I'm struggling to like get past it. I have I guess, weird. I have weird anxiety things, right? I get. Look, I have weird anxiety things too. Just not the gym. So you know what I do? I don't go to the gym. <laughs> By the way, she still hasn't texted or anything. And, and oh, and you have to leave. And so, so do you think she's hoping she, you cancel too? But everyone should know, like Lawson has a hard out today, so we had to do the show a little early because he's supposed to go we to. We talked brunch. about it at the top of the show. Oh, we, we talked did? about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know when we start the show now anymore. I don't know when the show starts. I don't know when the show ends. I don't know what stories I tell here anymore. I have like a whole show plan for after I called, the show. I called you on Thursday and you just told me a news story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I said, "Are you going to stick around for after phone call?" And there was a whole. We had after we finished the phone call, I, I talked for another twenty minutes. Uh, Probably. I I don't I, so I think she I don't think by the way real quick I yeah. don't think that she she doesn't want to cancel she is like she's a, such a good friend mm-hmm. and I do I do want to hang out too I just am like antisocial and weird I don't know but you've I always been that way being dumb. I know I need to stop being awful uh, I need some poppy selfies in my life yeah and if you come down here you're like sorry I'm in Lake Elsinore. <laughs> And I'll, I'll photocopy um, you. Do you have any other stories or anything else really, you want to share with me? A really brief story. Yeah. I went out with Danny over the week. Danny, you know, our friend Danny. We went to because yes. you know I'm, I'm doing that non my nonprofit has classes at, his, at the school that he works at, and uh, we went out to dinner. Well, okay, no, oh, is it? You know what, Mike? It's weird how all these like things in our life are coinciding with our stories. So I, my week, this past week, my week has been so cuckoo crazy. Like, I think it's going to be like this for the next two more or three weeks, too. Because, like, I have the podcast and I have my nonprofit class running and I have this and I have that. And I'm just running around like a crazy person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, like, that's, last week is a, a complete blur. But on this day, the night before the class on Wednesday, I just didn't sleep very well. And I was exhausted. And I had already told Danny I'd have dinner with him. I was just, I just wanted to go home and crawl into bed and go to sleep. I was so excited just to leave work and go home and go to sleep. And so I go, no, you know what? I committed to this. So and Danny's uh, place is on my way home, right? So I get off the freeway and I call him. And he doesn't answer. Right? Oh, and I'm driving by his house now. I go, you know what? I'm going to call one more time. So I call yeah. one more time. No answer. And I was like, oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> so I sent him a text message. And I said, hey, listen. Uh, I already drove by your house. And uh, and I was starving, by the way. I was starving. I was so hungry. I go, I drove by your house. Uh, you didn't answer. And to be honest with you, I'm super tired. I think I'm just going to go home and go to bed. And I send the text message, right? And then yeah. I pass, right? Right? It's almost like God saw me and was like, oh, you're hungry and tired, my son? Come. let You know like that the, the, the thing with the barefoot and the, the feet in the sand? I saw one pair of feet. <laughs> I saw one pair of feet and it was carrying me to Del Taco. 
right? A Del Taco oh, up I here. I love Del Taco. Yeah, yeah, a Del yeah, yeah. Ta- and I'm so and that's so, when you're tired and you just want to go home. It's the best thing ever, right? So I pull in the Del Taco. I order two tacos and a and a and a Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. And I am park my car and I'm eating my tacos, and Danny calls. No, no. And he goes, sorry, I was uh, in the shower. I'd gone to the gym, and you you called when I was in the shower. And I'm like, oh. And he goes, where are you? And the truth is, Mike, this is where I'm stupid. I should have just kept going and not gone to the fucking Del Taco. I'm literally two blocks from his house. Right. I'm two blocks from his house. I go, I'm down the street. And he goes, oh, well, come, come over. Let's go to dinner. <clears throat> but now I'm already one taco in, right? <laughs> so uh-huh. I, I finished the two tacos, and then I like dump the trash away, and I go and I pick him up, and then I have to go to dinner with him. <laughs> and I'm already full. Did you eat another dinner? Well, I just luckily, thank God, thank God, we went to a Chinese food place. So it was um, family style. Okay. So I could, I could, I don't think he was eat paying attention. Little. I could eat less, but I was like struggling to eat. I was like, I was like, I, I know Boo Hecker's in the chat room. I'm already, has he already written like, be honest, but dance. You were going to have another dinner anyway. You were just pre-gaming. <laughs> just be honest. Batan probably still ate more than this guy did. No, he didn't say oh. say that. Any uh, what <laughs> Not did he even say? A great wall could keep you away from that buffet. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, he. Uh, so I don't think he was, he was talking a lot about stories from his job and stuff like that. So like I don't even think he paid attention, but I was like picking at my food like nobody's business. And then I go, there was a lot left over. I go, oh my god, Danny, look, you have all this lunch for next week. He's like for tomorrow. <laughs> and he goes, yay! And so then I just took him home. And but but here's the thing, and I know he doesn't listen to the show, so I'm just gonna say this, even though I usually would say this after breakfast. Yeah, maybe because I was tired, it just felt like a conversation between two old married people after like. After thirty years of being married, yeah, it's probably what what Nico and John Marti talk about at dinner. I know they're both in the chat room. It was just like he was telling me about work, and I was quietly picking at my food because I was tired, and then I just dropped <sighs> him off. So I feel like I owe Danny now another dinner where I'm hungry and I'm more engaged. So I'm not tired. Well, so this is this isn't criticism of like him and your like friendship then. This is criticism of you and like your I energy was just, of that. that well, it, here's the deal. Here's what I'll say. There's a little bit of criticism here. I was very low energy. I was very tired. And I think in that dynamic, I need to I need I need to do the steering of that conversation. If that makes yeah. sense. It's a lot like this podcast. <laughs> Probably, yes. I felt like I was doing in fact at the end I told him to go to hell. Yeah, <laughs> but what's so funny though? What I do love about Danny is he's so—I wouldn't say competitive. That's not the right word. He's not competitive in the way you think he's competitive, but he's always down for a game. So we ended up eating actually really close to his house, so much so that it, because the way the parking lot works, he could cut through the parking lot and go to his place. So I we okay. did a I go oh, I go 
he goes, well, because at the end he goes, well, don't drive me back. I can just walk home. And I go, let's do a race. I will drive at normal speed through the parking lot. Let's see who gets to the house first. Do you want to know who won? Yes. It was a tie. Okay. There you go. What? What? what but he's so down with that. He was so excited. That to, I think to him that made it a great uh, night out. Uh, Mike Lawson, what, what do you have going on next week? And Joey, nothing. Lots of work shit. What do I got going on next week? Maybe just a lot of work stuff. Mm-hmm. Being for, getting muscles after forty. Yeah. You know. Well, don't do it in thing. front of the don't do it in the gym in front of people. If you're listening, you. by the way, patreon.com slash Mr. Mike Lawson, at least check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the last time I'm going to really talk about it on here. So, Oh, really? That's it. <laughs> I yeah, literally I have an so. entire segment on every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap where I talk about patreon.com slash drag race recap. <laughs> um, Joey Buhecker in the chat says he's driving, but he was thinking that Chinese sounds good tonight. <laughs> okay. For Mike Lawson, too, but for different reasons. <laughs> That was right over the plate. Like that was a really slow mm-hmm. pitch. Well, right? I still have to hit it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get the strike. <laughs> everyone, you know, everyone you in the that? in their cars was thinking the same thing. Mike, it's the same. Fuck. Oh, you know that last week I had, to, and I gotta start announcing this more. But it was last minute. I interviewed this guy Dorian Holly and his daughter Nayana. Uh, they're singers. Dorian Holly, though, is a singer that you might know. He he was the he was the lead backup singer for Michael Jackson for all his tours uh, um, from bad on. Uh, And then uh, we didn't talk about the stuff. I think it was, no, we shouldn't talk about it. Then. um, Because Joe's famously um, stuck with Barbara Streisand's opinion on it. (laughs) What was her opinion again? She said that the kids enjoyed it. Oh, no. They never complained while they were there. I don't think that I, 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 I'll say this. I think it's way. I don't know. I don't agree with that. I think it's way more complicated. I will yeah, say, yeah. I will say my opinion changed more against Michael Jackson. Once I saw the, the there, you know, there's video of him at the jewelry store with the kid, right? No, I don't know any of I this. don't know if it's the same. Okay, so in the documentary, the one of the kids tells a story about how Mike, Michael Jackson said they should get married. And so they took him to a jewelry store to buy a wedding ring, okay? And the the story, the cover story he used is that he was dating a girl and that this kid's finger was the same size as the girl's finger. And that's why he brought the kid with him. And so I was like, that story sounds ridiculous, right? Now, I don't know if it's the same kid, but there is news footage because I don't know if it's that kid or another kid. Same thing. Michael Jackson got recognized, yeah, and so there was a there wasn't a scene, but he had he was wearing a disguise, and the security pulled him aside because they could tell he was wearing a disguise, and so he had to reveal he was Michael Jackson. So it was on the news, okay, and they showed the security footage of Michael Jackson with the little boy, right? But I don't know if it was yeah, that yeah, little yeah. boy. So I was just like, ooh, that's not cute. Yeah, it, it, it the the thing. I think my position is this, and this has always been my position, and I, it, it reminds me of a Simpsons episode. Uh, there's an episode of Simpsons where, like, the real Principal Skinner shows up. Yes. And, uh, and then at the end, there's all this story about a Vietnam veteran, and the, the, the Principal Skinner they know was, like, using his, this guy's identity. And at the very end, they, um, 
they put the real Principal Skinner on a train or something, and then they go and they send him off, and they go. Now we'll never discuss this ever again, right? Yeah. I kind of feel like <clears throat> I got to articulate. I, I have to. I have to write this down. I think to articulate it correctly. With Woody Allen and with Michael Jackson, but Woody Allen's still alive, so it's hard. But like, at a certain point, we have to realize we can sort of create. We can take the person's artwork and create what we want with them and just ignore the other stuff. In fact, you know, during all these news stories, I may have said this, I said this somewhere on some other podcast. I saw recent pictures of Michael. The, the Michael Jackson estate has been so good at making us forget everything post-1995 that I saw a picture of Michael Jackson right before he died. And I was like, ah, <laughs> I was like, who is that? Like, I'm so, they've done a good job of burning like 1990 Michael Jackson into my head. Uh, that's what he looked like even when he died, you know? Yeah. And I don't understand why, like, I feel the Michael Jackson estate has the money now to make these kids whole, so to speak, financially, mm-hmm. and to at least do what they can to correct it. And maybe they should. And no, not maybe. They should definitely make these kids financially whole for what they suffered. But after that, I feel we take Michael Jackson and we make him almost into a fictional character because the music and the art and this everything is so gigantic. It still exists. So let's mold it into what we want it to be. It reminds me of what someone said was so brilliant uh, legally about saving Mr. Banks was... The Disney company actually turned then Walt Disney into a Walt Disney character, you know, and mm-hmm. therefore afforded it the same sort of intellectual property rights that would be afforded any Disney character because now he's a Disney character because he's in a Disney film. And why can't it be the same thing where we turn Michael Jackson into, which is probably what he always wanted, a fictional character? It, 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 it's no different than that. I could be saying this word wrong. I don't know if it's hagiography or hagiography or whatever. Let me get the definition here. What that means, but it's that same thing that we do with my, with Martin Luther King Jr. Like Michael Martin Luther King Jr. has a pretty problematic past, but uh, oh oh Hagia, let me see Hagi. I don't still do, I don't know. You know when they do those phonetic things? I don't understand what any of those means. But it means the writing of the lives of saints or adulatory writing about another person. Mike Martin Luther King Jr. has a very troubled past, as does JFK, as do a lot of great historical figures, right? But we what we do because it's important for us to have um, people to look up to and heroes to look up to is we sort of just bury that. And, and there are people who argue for and against that. There are people who knew Martin Luther King Jr. who say it's a bad thing to forget the man. I think maybe it's a good thing because I think black kids need someone. There aren't a lot of positive black role models. And I think black kids need someone to look up to. So like, what is it? Is it so wrong to, to highlight the great things that Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, accomplished and just sort of forget all the chicks he banged and did horrible things, you know? And same thing with Michael Jackson. He created great music. Why can't we take that music and celebrate the music and over time forget that? Why does a six-year-old, like, kids kids nowadays love Michael Jackson. Why do they have to know? He, he's dead. He can't harm them. Like, why do they have to know? That's sort of where I am with this. I think what he did is horrible. I think the Michael Jackson estate should make reparations towards these families that he harmed. But going forward... Uh, let's take some time, cool it off with the Michael Jackson for a while, and then in 10 years or whatever, let's just create a new person called Michael Jackson, and he only lives in that little time bubble. Thank you. My name is Joe Batanz. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't disagree entirely with you. I do 
I don't know. There is something about like, I feel like justice hasn't been kind of, you know, delivered. And so I, it feels weird to like give my money towards it, but then like, I enjoy the art. I enjoy it a lot. And I, so I do kind of want to separate the two things as you suggest. Mm -hmm. It's just hard for my brain to do it. You know, I don't know. I I really want to see the movie. I don't know. The documentary. I don't really have the ability to access it. Is oh, it on I, HBO Go? I, I and if somebody could message me their HBO Go password, I seriously will just log in and watch it and then log out. I promise. You know what? DM, maybe maybe me. <laughs> maybe Afterthought Media will get an HBO password. Because also, I felt badly because uh, adopted son of the show uh, Armando wanted to watch it on HBO. He couldn't watch it. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I'll figure something out. Well, I don't like. I don't know how many like logins it has and stuff. So I don't want to like. You know, take one from somebody. So I just want to kind of watch this. Um, I know that DirecTV I, now you can only have two people unless you pay more watching at the same time. Yeah, and I might. I mean, I could probably like BitTorrent or something too. Mm-hmm. I just would rather not be that illegal about it. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. If you're going to be illegal, you might as well be illegal. I guess. Who knows? I don't know. I'm. Uh, that's all I got. Do you have anything else? Where what are where are we in the show? I feel like your Michael Jackson rant was part of like what you're doing next week somehow. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, because I interviewed the guy, and then um, it, you you can see it on Sing Talk Live or Sing Talk on Facebook.com. You can see my interview with him. It's also Dave and Shannon are there too, and he and his daughter, and he he has some good stuff to say. And it, it, but I got a, a parking ticket when I was there. They offered to pay for it, but it's, it's actually my stupid fault. I had to pee really badly, and I was being careful. But I I think in my trying to pee haze, I saw that the. Street sweeping was from ten to twelve, and it was actually twelve to two. And I got a fucking oh. it's my fault. I got to pay it. But uh, next week, it's just literally work, podcast, work, podcast, work, podcast. Yeah, living the dream. Living Afterthought the Media. Dream. Do you, does Afterthought Media have a website? I haven't. I own the name. I haven't built it yet. I got to build it. Okay. Sorry. That's all right for pointing that no, out. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't, don't be sorry. It, it reminds right, me to do it. Well, hey, it was nice catching up with you, Joey. Hey, go to hell, Mike. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash CU Podcast and on Twitter at CU Podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. And follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week. <laughs> <laughs>